Hello, and welcome to this episode of Dallas Christian College's Leadership Podcast. We hope that you and your family are doing well as you move into this new year, 2021. I'm your host, Scott Spees, the Director of Advancement here at DCC, and we are continuing in our series of podcasts that focus on current topics and events that are shaping our society, uh, particularly the world of education and the local church. And today's episode is going to be a little bit different than our previous podcasts. Mark Worley, DCC's Vice President of Institutional Advancement, and I are going to reflect back and share some of the personal lessons that we've learned in 2020, and we're also going to make some predictions and maybe offer some, some thoughts and some goals on what 2020 might look like. So Mark, let me turn it over to you so you can say hello to our listeners, and then I'm going to let you answer that question first. You know, what are some of the lessons that you've learned from 2020? Yeah, thanks, Scott. This is a, an interesting topic that we're talking about, this idea of learning from the past and projecting for the future. I think, uh, you know, and you can look at it different ways, really. You can look at it as a society, what have we learned? Mm-hmm. You, we can take a look at it as the the youth culture, students here at DCC, what did we learn there? Right. Or we could make it personally. You know, what have I learned? Well, yeah. I think when, when, not only when you take a look at what I've learned, but uh, even the, the youth culture and the church, all of those different directions. I, I would say, you know, first and foremost, uh, I, I know I'm going to hear an amen from a lot of different people, but I'm a control freak. Really? Yeah. I, I, would have, I would have never guessed that. <laughs> yeah, I've tried to work on that, but uh, God did uh, 2020 to really teach uh-huh. me. I am a control freak, and one of the things that, that I learned is I can't control everything. And I think I've heard that in the church. I've heard it with pastors. I've heard it with students. <clears throat> I've heard it with parents. Look, I, I can't control what's going on. Right. You know, so, something or somebody is telling me what to do or what not to do. And, and it's just, it, it seems like, uh, for a long time, you know, since that I- I- the initiation, I guess, uh, or the pandemic, mm-hmm. you know, I, I I felt great frustration because I felt control slipping from me. You know, you can't plan meetings. Yep. You cl- can't plan events. Uh, we just recently were planning uh, an event, a uh, fundraising event. You can't do that no. uh, because COVID raises its ugly head that's right well even today uh, we were discussing what's the future of, of a choir tour or a saltines tour yeah. or a homecoming banquet and you can't who, who knows yeah and it's yeah. and it's all short term and i know at our church you know our our pastor drew sherman he he man he's just always he, he was frustrated through so much of that because you can't plan a service because Somebody might have COVID, or you plan a service, then you have a service, then somebody gets COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, it really reminds me, and I've been reminded, and I've said this a lot recently, especially. Proverbs sixteen nine says, "We can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps." Yes, and you know, it's <clears throat> you feel like, okay, it's COVID that's determining our our path, or it's doctors, or it's politicians, or uh, you know, I, I was getting donuts 
uh, early on in the COVID deal. And, and I didn't have, I forgot. I just forgot. It was early in the morning. I forgot a mask. Uh-huh. And this guy just starts yelling at me, you know, <laughs> where's your mask? And I was like, you know, I was just so ticked off at this guy in front of a whole bunch of people is just yelling at me about, and I was like, I'm so, all I can say is I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. And <clears throat> I, I think it's uh families have no control over themselves. Yep. You can't get together as a family. No, and, and so, even it's impacted schools. Uh, I mean, oh yeah, with yeah. you know students having to stay home. Part of the part of the lessons are virtually. Some of them are in person. You go to in person, and then someone gets exposed, and now you're at home. I mean, not <laughs> we have no control over any of that. Yeah, so I, I think that's that's one of the things I learned. Yeah, is how how to give control over to God because He's the only constant in this whole mess. And so, you know, I go back to that Proverbs 69. You know, man makes his plans, but God determines a path. Yeah, that's I, good. I think, uh, <clears throat> you know, I, I think I, 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 along with the world, uh, realize that I can't be controlled by fear. Anxiety, um, man, I was just overwhelmed all the time. I, I, you know, you you watch the news and you're filled with anxiety and stuff. I mean, just thinking about it depresses me. So I don't want to stay here for very long, you know, but, but fear and anxiety. I I can't tell you how many times I quoted to myself, Philippians four, you know, it says, don't be anxious about anything, but in everything with prayer and petition, uh, tell God what you need. Let your request be made known with Thanksgiving. And, and then you'll experience God's peace, which will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Will guard your hearts and minds from who? Well, it's from the evil one, yeah. whose middle name is fear yeah. and anxiety. And, <clears throat> you know, I, I, I just remember uh, quoting to myself over and over again in 2020, don't be anxious, Mark. Don't be anxious about anything. You know, worried about finances for the college, worried about finances for the church, worried about personal finances. Sure. And that's what I heard from from society in general. Yeah. And so, you know, one of the things I learned is I can't let fear and anxiety dominate my life. That's good. And just a plug, the uh, the podcast that we did just a couple of weeks ago that was airing before this one is the one with Dr. Lindsay Neal, our yeah. chair of our psychology department. I went back and listened to that again. There's some great oh, stuff yeah. in there on dealing with fear and anxiety during the pandemic. So if you haven't listened to that podcast, I encourage you to, to check that one out because she addresses a lot of just what you're yeah. talking about yeah, and, and the physiological and the mental, emotional things that the way fear impacts us. Yeah. And that, that podcast really spoke to me. I mean, Dr. Neal just spoke to me about and reminded me of what I experienced. I think, you know, the other thing besides quoting to myself, uh, Philippians, uh, four was also, uh, I think your dad had a saying, you know, we all, our dads all have these sayings. My dad used to say all the time when, when things would go wrong, he said, Hey, in a hundred years from now, you're never going to know the difference. A uh, hundred years from now, you're not going to know the difference. Well, now at my age, it's like, well, 25 years from now, I'm not going to know any difference. So why spend so much time worrying? Exactly. And that's one of the great lessons I think we've all learned. Yep. Uh, I think your your dad had a had a great saying. Yeah, the one one of the lessons I learned, and and I have used this uh, a lot more 
in in most recent years of my life, but his favorite uh, phrase was "take it one day at a time." Yeah, and I used to think, "Oh, that is so simple-minded, Dad. Come on, have some goals, <laughs> and you know, think a little bit yeah. farther in the future." But you know, he, he was right because the only day we have is now. We can't do anything about what happened yesterday. Yeah. I can't change one thing about what happened 15 minutes ago, and I certainly don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So the only place that I can live and be fully present is in the now. And yeah, that's, it kind of reminds it. you of Matthew 6, right? It does, yeah. yeah. When, when uh, Jesus is talking, says, uh, I tell you not to worry about your life, what you'll eat or drink, or your body, what you will wear, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. And then listen to this. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, yep. for tomorrow well, enough worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And I'd say amen, especially in, in 2020 and 2021 right now. Each day is a new day. And so take it one day at a time. Yeah, you know, Scott, I, I would think uh, the, the last big lesson, I think, overall that was learned is, you know, to keep sanity, get back to the basics. Yeah. You know, for me, it was get back to the basics. Read my Bible. Pray. Love people. Uh, Psalm 73, 1 says, As for me, my feet had almost slipped until I went into your sanctuary. Man, <clears throat> there, there, <clears throat> I thought the church would shut down. I thought everything would go black. You know, <laughs> the world would fall apart. And, uh, man, uh, again, I've quoted Drew Sherman a lot, but when the world pl- pu- pushed pause, the 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 church push play and went back to the basics right there of acts 10 where we uh you know cornelius was was commended for his gifts his prayers and his gifts to the poor yeah i thought man and our church churches have just thrived Mm -hmm. during this and i thought about man all the times that the church has endured persecution or whatever. When things looked black, get back to the basics. You know, it's as basic as read Revelation. It's a creepy, weird book. But at the same time, the, the, the overall essence, it was written around 90 A.D. during the, during the reign of Domitian, who was brutal on Christians. Yeah. And what, why, why was it initially written? It's because it's not, it's not as black as you seem. Yeah. And it's not the black winter. What it is, is a reminder that in the end, we win through Christ. That's right. We win. Nakao, if I remember right. Yeah, there you someone go. Someone who is, I've heard yeah. preach on that a few times. Yeah, Nike, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Revelation twelve eleven. They overcame by the blood of the Lamb, the word of their testimony. They did not love their lives so much as to shrink back from death. Yeah. Yeah, it's just incredible. So th- those are some things that I think... I've learned, but uh, but me as a part of all of those right. that I mentioned before. Yeah. Well, let me piggyback on that. So a few things that I jotted down, obviously the, the quote from my father, Harold Spees, take it one day at a time, uh, is, is one that I'm, I'm using pretty, pretty religiously now, and, and it really has helped me in not worrying about 
the things that I can't control. Uh, I put down number one was just uh, the main lesson I learned this past year is just take nothing for granted because everything can change quickly in our world. <laughs> uh, in fact, today we're talking about we're supposed to have a, a basketball game this weekend. Well, it, it got canceled because the, the team that was traveling to play our Crusaders, they uh, somebody tested positive for COVID, and so yep. that game's not going to happen on Friday now. And, you know, so any time, uh, you know, I, I had this hit, <laughs> hit at home this summer. I was on my way up to visit my mom on her birthday. So end of July, her place was open. I had called that morning. Can I come visit? Absolutely. I am in the car getting on I-35 heading north to Oklahoma City. The phone rings, and it's my cousin. She says, have you talked to your mom's place? I said, I did this morning. Well, we just came by, and someone tested positive, and it shut down. So I had to call mom and listen to her cry and and turn the car around and, you know, didn't get to see her for a couple of weeks. And, and that's how quickly everything yeah. changes. Uh, I love this passage in, in James 4 because it reminds us again that we got to be careful in making plans. Uh, James 4, the little verses 13 through 15 say, Now listen, you who say to today or tomorrow we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business, and make money. Why, you don't even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if it's the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. Yeah. And and it's, it's real easy to say, oh yeah, I, I live my life that way, but in the United States of America, especially where we are used to being in control of things, yes. where we eat, where we send our kids to school, when school starts, when school ends, when basketball, baseball, football season begin and end, all of that's been thrown out. And so what I'm learning is take what I have today and enjoy it because it may not be here tomorrow. Yeah. And... Uh, that, that applies not only physically with us, but, but even more so as, as we deal with relationships. Uh, we, we've had even people within our own community here at, at DCC that have been impacted rather yeah. significantly by, uh, by the coronavirus. People have lost loved ones. And, you know, you, you, you're, you're celebrating a holiday, you're celebrating a birthday, and then a couple of weeks later someone gets sick, and, and you never know. So I, I, I put here as my third one, uh, after living one day at a time and, and not taking anything for granted, uh, enjoying little seemingly insignificant things because they can bring a lot of joy. Uh, and that first on there, I put my, the time with family. Anytime now I get, even if it's through a Zoom call, um, you know, I, I told my, my sister that the other day that we've, we've spent more family time this year than we've ever done. Now, we haven't been in person, right. but, but I've, I've seen cousins and talked to them a couple of times this year that I hadn't talked to in years because we've made an intentional effort. Hey, let's have a Zoom family reunion. And, and so that, that's been really cool. Taking a walk, enjoying a meal with someone, reading a good book enjoying music, and then for me, watching all the reruns of Everybody Loves Raymond. That brings a lot of joy, and it helps me to put things in perspective. There you go. So I think those are some great lessons. Uh, And I know that you listening, 
you all have learned a lot of things, but I, I think Mark and I both want to just encourage you to stay in the Word, remember that God's in control, take it one moment, one day at a time, and enjoy what we have today because we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Well, you know, I, as soon as you said Zoom and family, I, I thought maybe the other thing, uh, another thing that we've learned is creativity. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've become really creative in how we do things. Yeah. It, it doesn't it doesn't replace personal contact, hugs, yeah. all of that stuff, touching. But you know, we've really become pre- pretty creative. We never knew about Zoom a year ago, not nine, maybe nine months ago. You know, but yeah. Well, we've even you know here it's we're celebrating our seventieth anniversary, the founding of Dallas Christian College, and are we going to cancel homecoming? Well, no, we're going to do it virtually. Exactly <laughs> the way you do it in twenty twenty, and we've had two virtual meetings that have been well attended, and we've had people connecting that, that yeah. prior to that weren't weren't connected. So it's it's been really good. So let's shift here. We just got a few more minutes left. Uh, what are some of your uh, predictions or your goals for 2021 as you look get, I, get into january here yeah scott these are good questions you know I, look i i think uh all of a sudden new year's day and we're going oh everything's going to be all right i don't think so i i think it's going to be a tough year yeah. uh, <clears throat> and I, I you know i think what what we all have to do as christians as followers of christ we need to keep trusting in god uh Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, you know, trust the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. I I don't know that much will change. Even if COVID is harnessed, I'm still, look, I'm still frustrated with what news outlet uh, is telling the truth or trying to manipulate me one way or the other. I, I don't know. Uh, which politician is telling the truth? Everybody's calling everybody else liars. Yep. Which one is lying? I don't know. Which doctor has the COVID insider information? <laughs> you know, I mean, which? Oh wow, this doctor is really good. Let's uh-huh. listen to that one. And I, th- I think it goes back to uh, what we have to do is Christians need to seek the truth in God and His Word. Now, I, I just think. I'm not going to know the truth. I, I think the news media is still going to be the news media. Politicians are going to still be the politicians. Right. Uh, history is still going to be the history. Uh, <clears throat> but what's different? Uh, the difference is, and, and what I'm projecting, you know, if, if there's a prediction, I'm predicting that Christians are going to get closer and closer to God, and they're going to be the change agent in the world. Amen. Yeah. That's what I hope happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, what what about you? What? Uh, let's see. Number one on mine it was similar to that. Life as we know it is going to be different. So my my advice to me is I need to get over it and be flexible. You know, <laughs> in uh, Russian, you taught me a Russian phrase: "At the Jesus." At the Jesus. That's life. You that's know, and life. that's and that's. <laughs> A lot of people, you know, how? Do, why did this happen? At the Jesus, it's life. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, I can sit around and bemoan that this isn't happening, and 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 whine and gripe and complain. But there's not one thing that's going to that that ain't going to change anything. So uh, again, I'm not talking about this fatalistic. Accept life as it comes to you. You know, I'm going to make plans and do the best I can and be proactive, and that's what we're doing here at the college. But in the end, things are going to look different, and if 
if yeah. I'm if I'm going to try to hold on to the past, I'm going to be extremely frustrated and extremely anxious. Yeah, I, I really like. Uh, I was in a meeting with Norm Miller, who's the CEO of Interstate Batteries, a radical, incredible Christian guy. And he just said in passing, he said, at my age, I don't want to be swinging at the wind. Yeah, I like that. I I just, I have never forgotten that. I, I don't want to be swinging at the wind. And so I, I think, even though it's going to be a difficult year, I mean, even with the remedies and all of that stuff, we still have all of the other areas of life that's going to produce anxiety. Right. But... I love what Paul says in Ephesians 5. It has become so real. He says, so be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Mm -hmm. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. That's good. Yeah, you know, and so, yeah, I I think it's going to be a tough year, but I think uh, we're going to continue to trust more and more in God. Good. I had one, and it's interesting because when I saw that, it was a couple of days after I had put this down, and this really came to me this over this weekend. I was at my lifetime fitness, and I do that early in the morning. And this this idea, I don't know, it must have been something from the Lord, but my phrase was, even if you feel like you're swimming upstream, at least you're swimming. <laughs> there you go. And, and I th- I thought about that, you know. So, so the the you know the admonition to me is to keep swimming to to keep moving forward keep making progress keep doing what i know needs to be done and what's the right thing to do even if i don't feel like i'm making any progress at this moment and i think that goes back to you know your idea of, of one of the things you learned was getting back to the basics keep yeah. keep reading my bible keep praying keep having fellowship with like-minded believers, keep evangelizing, keep sharing the gospel, keep pouring into students here at the college. Even when there are times you you may say, wow, why in the world am I doing this, and is it making any difference in the world? Well, it it is. We just probably aren't going to see it right now. But if I'm swimming, keep swimming. Yeah, and and you know, uh, right along with that, Scott, I, I, I think this next year, in fact, I really saw it in this past year. Uh, places like DCC and the church, uh, they're going to become more and more important. Mm-hmm. I see that this next year. Yep. Uh, look, I, I'm so at peace, even in the chaos. Why? Because I'm in the right place at the right time to make a difference in the world. Yeah. Uh, Christianity will need leaders, defenders, spreaders, and thinkers. Yeah. And that's that's what we do here at DCC. I mean, frankly, uh, you know, I, it may be tooting our own horn or whatever, but I really believe that, <clears throat> that places like DCC are so vital when uh, religious leaders uh, in the world are becoming more and more passive and I'm not saying, hey, let's start a a riot or, or protest. Right. No, I'm saying lift. We we need people who are training men and women to be leaders. That's Jesus right. Himself said, "Ask the Lord of the Harvest to send out workers in the harvest field." And, and I look, DCC has a Christian worldview. We need a Christian worldview. Absolutely. I, I know this sounds like an ad, but I, I mean, I truly believe this. <laughs> yeah. That places like DCC, I think there was a time a few years ago when we're going, hey, who needs a Bible college? 
I think with politics, with news, with world events, <clears throat> with misinformation, I, I think a place like DCC is vital. Absolutely. And, and so I have never been more committed uh, to a place like Dallas Christian College, you know, that, that trains up these leaders. And I'll say that again. Christianity will need leaders, defenders, Mm-hmm. People who are capable of thinking and reasoning, as as the Apostle Paul talks about, spreaders, people who are going to spread the message that this world needs. Exactly. And, and thinkers, yeah. you know, people who who have an open uh, open Christian worldview, who can I- interact with the world. Right back in the first century, yeah. I, I don't think there's anything different than what's happening in no. the first century. No. It's not. I mean, racism, uh, abortion. I mean, homosexuality. You name it. You, you, whatever it is, whatever it is, is uh, was was right there following the Apostle Paul. Uh, false gods. Yes. Every every issue, political issue that's happening today. The Apostle Paul was dealing with it. And how did he deal with it? Yeah. He reasoned with them, and he lifted the name of Jesus. I, I yeah. think uh, I think and it's one of those, it. such a time as this, DCC. It, it is. is. And so we fixed our eyes on, not on what is seen, but what is unseen. Absolutely. Because what is seen is temporary, and what is unseen is eternal. And that's, that's where we are. This has been great. It's been an encouragement to me. I hope it has been to you. And I want to remind you, uh, just just as you were talking through these things that, that the world needs, that really was the impetus for starting the Leadership Podcast. And so our first couple of episodes uh, focused on this idea of the Christian worldview with yes. President Smith. Uh, we talked about the importance of Christian higher education with President Smith and Dr. Derry, our uh, Vice President for Academics. We've talked about the importance of uh, getting a strong biblical education and, and the need for biblical understanding in our churches. All these things have been needs from the first century and they are very present in the 21st century. And so uh, we want to encourage you to check those out if you haven't. If you need more information about Dallas Christian College, you can check out our website at www.dallas.edu. I remind you that our mission is to educate and mentor students to be people of influence, engaging in their calling to the work of Christ in the church and in the world. I know that's why Mark is here. That's why I'm here. That's why Bruce Dykus is here that's helping us record this. And that's why the faculty and staff at Dallas Christian College are are, uh, passionate about that. And we hope that that's why you as our listeners and as our partners are continuing to pray for us and continuing to support us as we do the work of Christ here in the world. So thanks for the discussion today, Mark. Yeah, thanks, Scott. Okay, you all take care. Everybody have a, a safe Uh, January. I pray that you uh, are all careful and that God continues to protect you and your family. And thank you for checking out this episode of the DCC Leadership Podcast. Yeah, Happy New Year.